Does rust affect your daily life outside of the video game? Hell yeah. Welcome to Open by Accident. I'm Matt. I'm Nick. And we're joined by two very special guests, our brother Thomas and our father Carl. Introduce yourselves. Yo, what up? Uh, I am the third brother, Thomas. Uh, I'm the the quote unquote rager. I get real angry all the time. I accept it. I understand. Yeah, I get it. What about you? I'm Dad. I'm Carl. Yeah, I play Rust. <laughs> you play Rust, Thomas? Uh, I mean, kind of. It's, it's kind of one of those things where you, you, you try to play Rust. You don't really, like, play Rust. You know, like, it's not a game for the faint of heart. Not at all. No. You're right. I absolutely hated it at first. But so, since then, it seems like you've grown to love it. What kept you going? Well, you know, at first, at first I had a hard time understanding what you're supposed to be doing, which in all reality is the way I am with most video games. But I, it just got to the point where I just could not stand all the senseless killing. I thought, why? What is this game about? It's, it, it, it's kill or be killed. It's I know, surviving. I know. But it's, So what did you figure out? What is the goal of Rust? Well, for me, the goal was to survive. Okay. I, I mean, I understand that's what it's supposed to be. But in a way that deals with humanity the way I would hope that people would deal with humanity. Wow, that's deep. Very deep. Like, but that's <laughs> not the way it is. And people keep telling me, trust no one. Uh, it's, it's, and in fact, even in the game, it says kill or be killed. You know, that's one of the achievements. Uh, but I just, and of course the question came up, how does it affect your life? Right? Yeah. It does it affect your life outside of the video game. And a lot of people say, and, and I'm saying a lot of people, I've watched videos about this, this topic specifically. A lot of people say, yeah, it does affect my life outside of the video game. You know, there are people who are like, I'm getting a rust alert on my phone because I play on PC rust that my base is being raided. So now I got to stop what I'm doing in the real world to go, go and save my base. My base. Well, yeah, and, even, I, and even when you don't stop, you're just constantly stressing. Am I getting raided? I should probably do something to beef up my defenses. Do, or? do I have enough resources in my TC to right. keep my base going? So here's a question: Has any of you lost sleep over worrying about your base being raided? One hundred percent. Absolutely. I go to bed at night thinking, how can I make my base better? How, what can I do? To improve my chances of not getting raided, what can I do to improve my chances of not being senselessly killed? Yes, I dream about it all the time. So, yes, Rust dreams of Rust. He dreams of Rust. This is our father. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, for the people out there that are our listeners, uh, we appreciate each and every one of you. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Carl, a.k.a. Dad? Well, <clears throat> Okay. In relation to the game, a lot of the I play with a lot of younger people. Well, yeah, I mean everybody's it, younger than yeah, you. Everybody's yeah. younger than you. 
Yeah, and, and they're all amazed when they find out how old I really am. Yeah. A lot of them think that, oh, this is a lot of them. At first they thought, oh, this guy's in his 20s, 30s, you know. Then it's getting to the point where, were you like 40s? You know, 50s? No. And then when I tell no. them my true age, they, they're just baffled. They don't know what to say. They're, they can't believe it. And I don't know why, but now some, some of these younger kids are asking me about life experiences. Well, Not yeah. about the game Rust, but just life experiences. Well, sure, because in a sense, you might become some sort of like role model for them. Right. Uh, as, as Because, I mean, you're level-headed, and maybe they don't have somebody like that in their personal life. And they look at this older guy who's had a lot of life experiences, and now he's in retirement, and he still plays video games. And he's sitting there know? playing video games, you know, to pass the time and enjoy his free time. Well, yeah. a lot of them can't believe that a man my age is playing Rust. Yeah, and and it's what he was saying earlier today. He's like, Tom, they're fighting over me. They can't wait until the next wipe to who gets who yes. gets the services of old Carl. But, but that's what he told me. He Carl! Does, he doesn't do anything. He he He's just there. offers to farm. He offers to do things. Yeah. They don't want it. They don't need it. Yeah. They just want to play with you. Yeah. yeah they, they just want me to be there. Yeah. Moral be support. Be on the team. Base to depot in. Huh? I said a base to depot in. Well, yeah. I always give them that. I'm not going to lie. I mean, our core group that I introduced you to, uh, you know, you've kind of abandoned them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I'll send them, group. I'll send them screenshots of what's in your base. And they're just like, Oh, you're, 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 uh, they call me a da- Chad. Your dad's becoming a Chad. <laughs> like, Which, well, I finally had to ask him. I said, what is a Chad? And of course he responded. Yeah. yeah. That's why, unfortunately we all play on console rust. Um, and so there's no community servers or anything like that. Uh, but I think once they finally introduce that, I think my dad is going to, thrive wholeheartedly oh yeah because of his quote-unquote humanity we've, we've talked about trying to, to get him on a pc so he can play on some of the you know community servers that are more rp focused or attuned to what he wants to play exactly for and not just competitive yeah. as hell yeah so but, but i'm sorry but this 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 past wipe now yeah i'm getting to the point where i think i'm getting ready to start running the what do they call it the the uh Monuments? Monuments, yes. Running the monuments, doing oil rig. Uh, Speaking of oil rig. So let's 45 with? days logged on this game. Yeah. He's and he start can, running monuments. Yeah. And he considers himself new to the game after 45 days logged. Well, that's because I haven't done a lot of these things. There's still a lot of things that I'm new to. So what did you do for 45 days? Farmed a lot. He's got that one down. I got that one down. So I think I've, I think I've got it down to where I can build a base that could be virtually unrateable. That's, that's what a lot of people say. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying they can't break in. Okay. But Does I think it look I, anything like the base you're in now. Yes. Uh, that's then, a rateable base. It's a very rateable base. By who? People with a lot of rockets, right? But six-man group, yeah. You know, four. basically like a, uh, a a larger group, something what, what like is, what is known as a zerg. Yeah, people yeah. who are farming six times as fast as you yeah. for the soul because you you know you're effectively okay. solo. You know, you have a lot of stuff right now, but how long is that going to last? Well, okay, I don't. I, I'm not saying that 
the bases would never be, could never be broken into. But I think my chances are pretty good that I could survive at least maybe half the wipe with this base and then maybe have to do something else. Your your base, this wipe, is much better than some of the previous ones I've seen. Very yes, true. yes. And you only play on monthlies, correct? Yes, I only play on monthlies. And But there's a lot, I've seen a lot of bases where I'll see them go up. Two days later, they're gone. Well, if you pay big atten- bases, if you pay attention and watch like a lot of the YouTubers that you know turn their video gameplay into content, most of them only play for a few days on a wipe. It doesn't matter if it's a weekly wipe or a monthly wipe. They're on there for a weekend. They right. do what they want to do, and then they're done. Yep. So very well, you could be seeing something of that context where somebody's played for a weekend, and then it's just like, okay, go I'm done work, playing. Back to school. You know, they get offline rated, or you know, their base starts decaying, and then somebody finishes it off, and that's what you're seeing. And I can understand where a lot of them are doing that for to to, to actually make content for a video, but that's not the way I play it. I play it almost like it's real life, which, sure, I don't know if that's good or bad. It's bad. It's bad. Okay. Definitely. But I play, okay, how many hours would you say you guys would play? Because I realize you guys work and I'm retired, but how many hours a day do you think should a normal person play? Um, I think a good strategy is what you see in social media where it's somebody playing pretty hardcore for a couple days, and then I think he's taking a step like away. How many hours? Yeah, a how day? many hours? A day? Okay. I, I mean, two to three is probably a safe a bet. Th- of, three, yeah. three to four is probably my max. Is 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 for all your video gaming, not just Rust. Yeah. Right. And I'm usually on for like eight to ten hours. Correct. Yeah. That's, and that's what it That's effectively well, yeah, a job. You're addicted. You were you yes. working a job. Yeah. You're retired. I thought you said you were retired. I am retired, but not from video games. <laughs> So Thomas was going to ask uh, an interesting question uh, when we mentioned that you're going to start running monuments. Yes. Didn't you have an experience before with a oil rig? Oh, you had to bring that up, didn't you? I mean, it's it was was it your first experience with a monument? It was when I was fairly new to the game. Didn't have much. Thirty days or thirty five days? I don't know. Okay. Did you go by yourself with a kid or something? Why don't you tell us Wait, what how do you it went want down? me to tell yeah. a story yeah, or not? <laughs> okay, yeah. So I'm fairly new to the game. No, you're not. I was then. Okay, like 35 30, 30, days. 30, 30, I was. Yeah. I was. Let's put this. I didn't know any better, and no, I had nobody to to take me under the wing and teach me. So I'm thinking, okay, well, you know, here's this thing out there. It's showing that there's a crate. I've learned that I can swim almost anywhere I want to go. So why not just swim out there? So I did. I mean, I, I think I had a gun with me. I'm not sure. Maybe not. But I swam out to oil rig. What kind of uh, gear were you wearing? Like a kit? <clears throat> I didn't even know what kits were at the time. I'm still not sure what a kit is, but okay. I, I was naked. You were naked. naked. That's I not was, a kit. That is I was, nothing. I, I know. I know that now. So I was naked. So you swam to I oil rig. I swam to oil rig. Naked. 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 Maybe with a gun? With Maybe or without not. a gun? Yeah, we don't know. Took me quite a while to swim out there. No flippers? No. Did your character get cold? or? It was cold, but I just kept swimming because okay. it let me. 
So I kept swimming and I kept swimming and I kept swimming and I get closer and I get closer and I see these people run around up there and I thought, okay, well, I'll just kind of swim up to it and I'll kind of sneak up there, right? <clears throat> no, they start shooting at me and they kill me. Mm, like and, most scientists do. Yeah, like the scientists do. And I didn't realize that that was such a stupid thing to do and funny to a lot of people. <laughs> So you it's rather the, funny. Well, yeah, the story starts getting around, and yeah, I'm the. Well, the original story I heard is you went out there naked. Yep. The first go around, and you died to the cold. Does that ring a bell? Like you didn't make it to oil rig the first try, and then you realized, I hey, maybe I need to, maybe I need to wear a wetsuit. I didn't have a wetsuit on. Okay. Okay. But you didn't die to cold. You died to a scientist. No, you're right. I think I did die. But I I died at like one of the lighthouses or something like that. While you're swimming. While I was swimming. And then you decided I better put on a wetsuit. But I didn't put on a wetsuit. Did you put on like a hazmat suit? No, I might have put on a shirt and pants. Okay. Okay. Shirt and pants. But but yeah, but I still. Not naked. But I still swam out there all the way. So how far up to oil rig did you make it? I got pretty close. Like so, you didn't actually make it on the pla- on the bottom platform. No, I did not. So you no. had and after yet that to touch oil rig. I did not. No, no. He's asking, have you, have you ever been, been to oil rig? No, I have not. Okay. Have you asked these groups that you play with? Can you guys take me to oil rig? Oh, they offer all the time. And why have you gone? Uh, because I'm afraid of embarrassing them and myself. I think with given the information have, they think, know. All you have to say is, I've never been. I've never been. Well, they all, they all know that. And that's why they, they want to take me, give me that experience. Yeah, because it's a fun experience. Yeah. got to learn and, somehow. And I think, I, I think I'm about ready. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. That and uh, cargo. Cargo. I've never been to cargo. Have you, have you seen the new ones? New ones? Yeah, there's new ones, isn't there? On console? There's, uh, there's, there's um, Rocket. Well, it's... Launch site was on launch site get go right, but they added rail yard. That's not new. Yeah, there's, well, there's train yard. Train yard. Mm-hmm. Oh, the the new one they've added is the uh, power plant. Thing. Power plant. Yeah, power yeah. plant. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I was like, there's a new one. I thought. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. relatively new to console. Yeah, that that was this this wipe because they've added. Have you explored power plant? No. So have you ran to the top of a lighthouse yet? Not completely to the top because I don't have that achievement. Oh, lighthouse. A lighthouse. lighthouse. Yes, lighthouse. I've been to the top of lighthouse. Okay. I've not been to the top, top of, of dome. Dome, I have not. Well, mm. dome involves a lot of parkour. Jumping. Okay. It's jump Jumping. Puzzle. It's a jump puzzle. Yeah. So I understand why you haven't been up to that top of that. Because that, that was tricky even for me. It's a struggle for a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. No, lighthouses, yeah, I go to the top of those all the time. People don't go to the top of dome regularly in wipes on console. Because yeah. typically people get up to the top of dome with like a helicopter or um, an air balloon on the PC, PC version. Yeah. But since we don't have access to that stuff yet, yeah. most people aren't at the top of dome. Right. But there is, is achievement to get to... Correct. To go to the top of dome. You don't yes. have that yet. No. Okay. So you haven't run dome. I know nope. that you've sewers? run... Not necessarily... He might have run sewers with our one of our mutual friends because there was a wipe that the three of us were playing on mm-hmm. and we snagged Dad and he joined us. And then our friend from our big group jumped in and took him to a couple of monuments uh, where Bradley is. They took me to Bradley, but we yeah. did not succeed at Bradley. Yeah, because I think he died to radiation. Well, that and we, we ran out of time with the cards or something. 
Okay. And we didn't have enough cards to, we, and we oh, got locked yeah. into the building or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can't yeah. be locked into the In the red card building? I think it was, yeah. If, you, if yeah. you're in the building, I thought you just hit the red button to get out. Yeah. I don't, anyway, we we okay, okay. We, we failed. I don't yeah. know how, but we failed. I was yeah. so monuments. You really haven't done no, and and that experience that I had it yeah. with with uh, Bradley was not good. So I said I ain't going back there again. <laughs> yeah. So like this wipe you mentioned earlier in the day that you have every blueprint available. I do. How are you with like PvP? I avoid it. You avoid it. So, and I tell people when they come up and they kill me, I send them a little message and say, hey, I'm just a farmer. I don't do PvP. And what do they send back? Oh, uh, some of them say, oh, sorry. Uh, you know, I'll try and not do that to uh, you again. Not, avoid killing you. And some say, <laughs> screw off. So, okay. Yeah. Um, That's rusk. Yeah. So, do you not normally carry a firearm with you when you're out farming? I normally do not. I although I lately I have been getting better, um, just because I've got so many of them now from people giving them to me, and uh, <clears throat> but normally I would only go out with a bow and arrow, and that's just in case I encountered a, a boar or a bear, or, something know, to defend a, a against against the yeah. actual environment. Yes, yes. Okay, but it's not to go out and try and shoot somebody. Right. That's not my intention. But see, that's like the hardest part about Rust is is the PvP. Like that's kind of what deters me from playing the game is because it's it's really hard to master the PvP part of Rust. Yes, it, it is. It is it Especially is. if there's any kind of lag involved or yeah, I mean anything that stops you from like doing what you're supposed to be doing, it's over. You're you're dead. Yep. Well, there's so many of them out there that that's their whole goal is PvP. They're not there to build a base or. A farm yep. stuff. All they want to do is find a gun and shoot people. That's a Chad. Yep. Oh, that's a Chad? That's, that's a, Chad. a Chad. Oh, well, I'm not a Chad. You got See, the guns. I got guns, but I don't use them like that. Yeah, that's you why just when community them. servers become, you know, so that you, there's actually rules to the server where you can't just kill you know, on site. Kill on site. Gotta do there this. is rules like that? In community servers. Uh, yeah, when you get not to PC. Console. Yeah, there's it's not. I mean, it's not official rules. It's more of like a handshake deal. Like, yeah, like somebody oh, okay. owns the server. Yeah, so and say, you can be banned from goes. the server by not adhering to the rules. So they could say, I see. like some some servers are just as simple as you have to shoot in the air once before That's you kill somebody. I could go for that. Yeah, we'll so see. It's just that little bit of a warning. Yeah, so you're not but, just blindsided and dead. Right, but there's a lot of times when I'll see somebody, they'll shoot at me, they'll miss or something, and I'll be running the other way, and they're chasing me down. Yep. Yeah, because they want your juicy, juicy loot. Yep. Yep. Well, I understand. But especially your farm. 2K sulfur. My what? Especially your farm. Farms yeah, nobody likes well, the farm. Nobody, nobody likes, likes the farm. farm. They'd rather sh- they'd rather shoot you dead and take the farm you yep. farm. But all they can do is ask. Say, hey, man, can you farm me 10,000 stone or something, you know? Sure, no problem. Nobody's in game chat, Dad. Yeah. They're all in parties with their friends. Yeah. So okay. It's easier Don't. just to kill you. Yeah. People well, look at the game stuff. just literally to kill but people. But that's where I try to avoid those situations and make sure that I really don't farm that far away that I can't get back to my place. And I, I, I practice, I run certain routes and stuff, learn ways to hide in between the rocks and the trees and stuff like that. So that less chance of them f- seeing me seeing the five running through. D's and dodgeball. Yeah. Applied to rust. Yep. Okay. So I've never heard uh, a story since we're talking about PVP from the horse's mouth. 
I want to hear about the uh, infamous rock fight. Oh, the rock fight. I've had several of those. No, but the the rock fight. Yeah, in this story, you didn't have a rock. Yep. You brought I, a gun to a rock fight. I had an, was it, what do they call it, M92 pistol? P92? P92. Uh, is that what it is? It was an M92 pistol. M92 pistol. M92. M92 pistol, which I liked. It was nice. You also pistol. had a hazmat on. Yeah, yeah. And this guy approached me, and and I thought, okay, I'll just let him get close enough, and you know, I'll I'll be able to kill him, right? Is he geared? No, he was naked. Sashless, <clears throat> if I remember correctly. What's that? Sash sashless it means that they don't have no, yeah. tools, probably anything. Just a rock. That's what he had. He had a rock, and he okay. and he pummeled me to death with the rock and took. He had a rock and a dream, and he made his dream. Took, I guess, as you guys would call it, my kit. Yeah, he took my gun, my outfit, and everything. Yeah, you probably had other stuff on you too, because I yeah, I've always got something on. Yeah. Did you shoot at him? Several times, probably. Did you hit him? Probably not. <laughs> you and know? I, did you get a hit reticle? Reticle. Do you know what a hit reticle is? No. So it your your game will make a noise when you make a hit, whether it's with a bow and arrow, whether it's with a pistol. Okay. Bullet. Yeah, I probably never hit him then. Okay. Yeah, and that's the thing. I'm I'm bad with the weapons in this. Did game. you unload the whole clip at least? I don't remember. That I really don't remember. Was there there was multiple shots. But there was multiple shots. Okay, yes. there was multiple shots. So yes. he he tried. Was any. Of your team members around you, were they? No, able I was to, by myself. You're by yourself. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They knew you were out, out farming by yourself, and well, yeah. And most of the time, they just let me go out farming. You know, they didn't. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, this this last team I was with, they they were pretty good. Um, if I made comment that I'm under attack, or you know, uh, I'm being shot at, or whatever, I mean, those guys would drop everything, and they were there in a heartbeat. And that's uh, what you need, basically. That's yeah. Bodyguards. That's what that's what an old man like me needs. Yes. Okay. You want you want to be able to farm under the protection and guidance of somebody else. You well, just you just want to be yeah. a, a contributing member to that little society. Yeah. I know people that probably get pissed off on the server and probably raid them quickly, but it seems like you just need to set up a bunch of like peacekeeper turrets, you know, to try to keep the peace, if you will. Around where you are farming, yeah. and you just need towers with turrets that yeah, yeah peacekeeper keep, mode. So peacekeeper, that it's like are he, naked he, with no weapon. They won't an die. island that's completely covered in turrets, like they would be at like Bandit Can and walled off and walled off. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, that's I wanted to do that with peacekeeper turrets, but then this wipe they went to that electrical thing, and I haven't learned that yet. Yeah, that's, oh, that's, yeah. A, that's a learning curve. Learning curve, and uh, so now I got to learn all that yeah. to be able to set up turrets. Right. That's why. I hadn't done it yet this way, but I I wanted to. That's why I can't wait for console to catch up to PC, or maybe we just need to move you to PC at some point down the road because I, w- I was watching a video online, and there is a uh, type of server where there are, like, pre-made bases where they are AI-controlled, and you go and raid them, and there's, like, scientists inside the base that you're raiding, and there's auto turrets, and then they're, like, set at different levels, and the only enemies are other scientists. And then there's actually like certain areas where you go in and there's like a boss style scientist. So you're only, it's a, it's a player versus environment versus having like the PVP P- stuff. PVP, there's other people PVP. in the server 
Yeah. But they can't shoot or kill you or raid your bases. You only can you only... can raid the AI. The only downside is is you're basically building this big empire for what? For yourself. Just to go raid but what another is, what is environment Rust normally. Same building, thing. It's building a big empire. Instead that... but instead of instead of knowing that you don't have to worry about being raided. You don't have the fear aspect. You don't yeah. have the aspect of it affecting your personal life because yeah. it's at that point it just but becomes isn't that like a, a game, regular game. Yeah, that's what a game should be. This is yeah, a lifestyle choice. Sure. So, Dad, we've talked to you quite a bit about your Rust experience. Um, Thomas, you jumped in on Rust right when it launched at console. Yeah. Maybe you could share some of your experiences. Um, it was terrible. The one thing I remember from the first wipe we played was the staircase in the base. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I get it. It was a bad idea. I didn't know how to really base design. I put garage doors everywhere. I thought it was good. Clearly wasn't. I The base did last for a very long time. and it was Longer than it wipe. probably should have. Yeah, we were, we were just down the hill from launch site. We had... Angry neighbors. We were a trio. We did have friends, you know, some friends, but lots of angry neighbors. This is true. I think. I think everybody was at a little bit of an advantage that first wipe on console because everybody was trying to learn and figure the game out. Yeah, yeah. nobody knew what they were doing. Yeah. No, because my my initial base was I took over a raided base, and yeah, I just kept expanding and expanding and expanding, and it it I felt like. It was your home. That was my home, and then I was playing how Dad plays now. I just kept rebuilding and rebuilding every time it got an attempted raid on it. Yeah. Yeah, I was raided numerous times in one base, and I just kept rebuilding back in pretty much the same way. You know, it's it's like that old adage, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. But the problem is, is people know the layout of your base, and you're just like, well, he rebuilt. Let's give it a couple days, let him farm up, and then we'll go raid him again. Yeah, that's true. We know how to get into his base. But I would try and fool them by putting the TC in a different spot. spot. (laughs) (laughs) So you kind of came and uh, went in in and out of rust. There wasn't a real constant. No, I've never really been constant, but I I like that mentality of, like you said, you know, streamers and people who put content on YouTube, they play for a weekend, and that's it. And that's to keep the stress down because the game is stressful. It it, it, it does get very stressful. It gets on you, and you feel like you, you like, that. it's, uh, I think you put it best, I don't want to have a base. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've, I have found recently, like in the past, like, six months, I actually, because oh, I play with a big group. I still play with our core group that we met up with on the first wipe. Yeah. Yeah, when it comes to console rust. Yes. And I stick with them. I help them out. I'm kind of like their Carl. I farm for them. Yeah. I'll go get... But I'm, I'm a little bit more uh, intuitive, and I can do more things just because... You I, can do I, a little I, bit more PvP yeah, than Dad. I'm, I'm, I'm still not great at the game, no. but I can PvP, and I know to go after airdrops. You know, I know to go here and get this stuff and i know where to look for military crates and then i'm not afraid to go to um monuments with you know the group and that sort of thing i won't go by myself but i'll go with the group um but speaking of stressful moments with thomas and rust and uh and it really shouldn't have been a stressful moment but we 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 felt like it was because we felt like we had to act on this as soon as possible, but didn't really know the best course of action. And the situation I'm referring to 
is when you guessed the code. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. That was... I remember that. Hilarious. Yes. You know, uh, nowadays in Rust, uh, I, I think it's even implemented on console Rust, code rating isn't a thing. And code rating is where you consistently check codes against the door and... Yeah, most people will do that just to, you know, see who's, you know, owns the base or whatever to to kill them on the code lock or whatever. Yeah. But when you're trying different codes, it's there's it's possible to get in. But you know? if you if you there there you, there is now a lockout in place where if you if act, you do it too much. If you do it too much and get the wrong code too many times, you get locked out of a code. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's what I'm t- referring to. Gotcha. And what I But in this instance you didn't I didn't I wasn't trying to code raid. I have a couple of numbers in my mind that they're meme numbers, they're funny numbers that represent something in real life. And I tried one. One time. And it went green. And it was and it was uh it was a compound and it had It was compa- compound and we didn't know if the code would work for any of the other doors. We just knew one door on the outside of compound. And that's it. And the funny thing is, is is we're such casual players at Rust. And mind you, this was a while ago. This is probably working on, what, eight months ago or so? Yeah. And we're like, what do we do? Yeah, I, I literally... We, like, froze up. I froze. You froze, and then you I, told me, and I froze. I, I, did I... I didn't, I, like, call I, you? Yes, and then I contacted via text one of our big group friends, friends saying, Dude, what do we do? The, what's the best point of action here because the best of our recollection or best of our knowledge the guys that you guessed the code of were not online at that time correct we we could we we heard turrets inside their base but we did never saw them move we were constantly looking and making sure like they weren't coming in and out were they off they were off the, the turrets were off no no so the turrets were on. They didn't have a whole lot of ammo. <coughs> and they we ended up like just going in, draining the turrets, and there were turrets. Okay. They were on. Yeah, you're you maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. And I, we, I'm trying to remember. And, and this. The way this they were, was a while ago. And the way they were placed, we could avoid one. It was the, the far side, and we could avoid it as long as you, you know, kept out of its sight line. Yeah. And we opened the door. Yeah. By the way, the code worked for all of the doors. Yeah, we were able to get to we, core. we got to core via code. And if I remember correctly, the code they used, you told it to the rest of the group, and they just thought, "Are you kidding me?" Right. They because used the, that. The code was that. a meme. I mean, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Which which code was it? I can't remember. Seventeen thirty eight. Yeah. Seventeen thirty eight. But in the base was absolutely stacked. Yeah, it was stacked. It was it was it was. It would, let's say this: if we rated it. It would have been pretty much an even raid. Yep. But given the fact that we spent... Got it all for free. <laughs> zero resources and got it all for free. It was tremendous. It was. We were struggling on that wipe up until that point. But the best part about that was... You remember what happened afterwards? You'll have to remind me. We came back to base and we were being door camped. Oh. And then we had the fight. Okay. You remember that fight? I'm trying to remember. I remember that we kept fighting with another group. We fought. That we fought the group too far from our base, which was a big group that kept expanding. They were yeah. huge. Yeah. And then we thought we were all good. 
we left for the night. Uh, that was one of my better design. Yes, you know, but bases. you you were basically trying to defend the raid on your own. I remember yeah. that because they they. Uh, I I got on and they and they raided it quick. I yeah. mean, it was like two or three of them were rocketing. I got on. We we got off for like a few hours, and I got back on, and I was in core, and mm-hmm. I was like, "That's rockets." You know that that adrenaline starts kicking in. That's rockets, dude. I'm hearing rockets. Yeah. They were rocket raiding the base, going through the doors. Mind you, there was what is that? Two armor, two garage, three garage. There was at least like five or six garages, a couple metal doors, and a couple armored doors. So it wasn't an easy raid. Yeah. But if you have enough resources, and they had it, they had it. They had oh, it. they had it. It was a big group. Yeah. And and like I said, they just pummeled their way through the doors. They pummeled. And I opened the door, chucked a grenade, and they rocketed me. I yep. was dead. Yep. Like no chance. No chance. And I and I, I remember I was I was actually like away from the house. I wasn't anywhere near where I could actually like get on to help and Yeah. Neither I messaged Nick. everybody and Yeah, it was just I was like, like, it was, it was you know, it is what it is. That's but we had our fun. We had we 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 have we had, a story. We have a story. We we used some of the resources we got to do like some smaller raids, yeah. like legit raids, not code raiding. Yeah, not doing the unthinkable, like guessing on the first try. Okay, so I have learned from you guys some of the things I've learned. <clears throat> one of the things I had to do today, this morning, you know, I acquired all this stuff from my team who decided to leave the white. <clears throat> so. I've got this vending base that was part of my, the other team that I had been with and they left. So you acquired it. I acquired it. Mm -hmm. It had been raided and they locked him out. And, uh, so I said, I asked him, I said, can I have the base? I said, sure. We don't want it. You can have it. So I got in, got fixed back up, but there was this one door that I had sealed off sealed off and had just left it there. I didn't need it. I had two other doors to get into it. I felt it was secure enough. <clears throat> so now that I got all this stuff, I got a place to put, have to have a place to put it. Wait a minute. That vending base has got some room, but I got to get rid of this door. So I remember you guys telling me that anytime you set off satchels or boom or whatever, they what you want to yeah. call it, uh, be prepared. Somebody's going to hear that, it, and they're going to come. Yeah, it, it attracts attention. Yeah, it yeah, attracts, it attracts attention. And, and people want to counter that raid. I They thought it was a raid, yeah. Yeah. Even though it wasn't. I was just trying to get rid were of a door. Were you using satchels? I was using satchels. Interesting. So were you doing it from the outside or from the inside? Inside. What type of wall was surrounding? Was it a double door? Was it a single door? Single door, metal. Metal wall? Yes. Oh, it was okay. a metal wall, not a metal yeah. wall. Yes. Okay. Because if it was a stone wall, I'd say, well, why didn't you just, you just offside the, the wall? Door. Right. Right. But no. with it being a metal wall, that would metal wall, for, metal that would door. Take quite a while. Yeah. So I used four satchels, got, got the door got down, mm-hmm. made sure that I even took the one metal door that I, the good metal door that I had there, I took it off while I did, through, did the satchels. That way you could easily throw the other door up immediately? Yeah. So that, well, because I was afraid that the satchels would damage the other door because they were so close proximity. Okay. And splash damage. And okay. Yeah, splash damage, yeah. So I took it off the hinges just to make sure that it didn't get damaged. And as soon as it got off, I threw that door back up, put the lock back on it, 
and just sat there quietly. And sure enough, people came. People came. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it yep. didn't take long. Yep. People no. came real well, quick. And that's the thing is they're going to sit there and think that you just raided this base. And you're right. And you're going to come out, come out with, and the, de- with the loot and depot. Yeah. So they're going to sit there and door camp you. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I sat them. I just sat there and waited for enough time that I felt they were gone. Got what I needed, left, went back to my base, got the stuff I needed to fix what I needed, and I put up armor doors. And, and a, as opposed to the sheet metal? Yes. Now tell me, this is this is something you learned from experience. Mm-hmm. Did you, could you tell how many people there were? It sounded just like one. Could you tell if he was wearing any equipment? No, I could not tell. Can you tell somebody running barefoot versus somebody running in shoes? I think I could. Okay. But... You know, you like you guys and, and everybody I play with, they all say, oh, well, that's a Tommy. Oh, yeah, you can't tell the, the guns apart. I still can't tell guns apart. Okay. Gotcha. I'm getting, I, the one I struggle with the most, which is crazy, is the Tommy. I mean, I can tell a custom. I know what a custom sounds like. Yeah. I know what a um, oh, an uh, MP5 sounds L9. like. I, I'll know, I'll, I know what an L9 sounds like. I know what yeah. multi sounds like. I know what M2 sounds like. I know what, what, when Tommy goes off, I always get, like, confused. It's like, wait, was that? What was that? I don't, it always throws me off. So I'm just. I so you could tell all the other ones. I know mm. it's the one, and I still don't this understand elimination. I still understand why people will walk up to your base, your building, or whatever, wherever you know you're in, and just want to shoot at it. What are they? What are they? Seeing if you'll come out. Yeah, it's it's annoying. It's the same thing as knocking. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Seeing if you'll I'm come out, knock. kill you, free kit. Yep. Okay. Catch you off guard. You know, maybe there's two of them going they can, deep. They can, have you ever been you know, deep? Yeah, have you ever oh, been? Yeah, they've, yeah. They, they've showed you how to go deep. Have you, have has somebody gone deep on your base and taken over because you kept opening doors? Or have you gone deep on a base because they kept opening doors and you kept just pushing forward? I had one one time where they went deep on me because I thought I was safe. I thought I, I thought I could get these doors open and, you know, get through there sure. without them going deep on me. But that wasn't the case. It wasn't the case. No. So they, they, yeah, they went deep on me. You know, to help you feel better about that situation, it has happened to me once oh, at yeah. the beginning of Wipe. Yeah. And I felt terrible because it was when we had our whole Zerg yeah. online and there was like 10 of us online and we were getting, you know, door camped hard. I mean, we're like within the first hour of Wipe and... I didn't realize the first door to our airlock was open, and I opened the second door, and it just let him right in. And I lost our base within the first hour of wipe. And it was a two-by-two, two and we were already expanding it. We had a lot of resources for beginning a wipe. It wasn't, you know, nobody was upset with me, and it wasn't like a total deal breaker because they're just like, Dude, it this is wipe it wasn't is. going the way we wanted to anyways. Because yeah. sometimes but, you start a wipe. it still sucked. And it just, it's miserable. Yeah, and sometimes you start a wipe, and you're like, you, you, you kill a man with an M92 and a hazmat suit with a rock. Sometimes that happens. Yep. It it just that's the way of rust. It's nothing against you. It's not. It's not anything you did wrong. It's just that's how it is sometimes. You know, um, Thomas. You know, shared the the time when he code rated, and I'd probably say that's definitely got to be in like his top ten moments in Rust. Maybe top five. I have a bottom five. 
<laughs> yeah, but we all, all we all have those bottom moments. Oh, yeah. But going back to the top moments, I have a couple of them that I'd actually like to share with you of my experiences in Rust. One of them is a quick story. Uh, I we were in a pretty heated back and forth battle, and and it was one of those situations just like we were talking about where it stemmed because we went and pursued what we thought was a raid, but we were met with fully kitted, full metal geared guys with AKs and. At the time, L9 was not a gun. It yeah. was bolty. It was yeah. just, just bolty. So we were fighting, you know, we had like a couple guys with Tommies and MP5s. And, of course, there's me because I don't usually run full gear. I'll, I'll, I'll run like the, the lower tier guns if we have extras or I'll run like bow and arrow and that sort of thing. He's always naked. So not not, not, not always a python, naked, but a Revy. Yeah, I'll like run a Revy and a DB or I'll run... Yeah. I mean, honestly, I prefer the custom. Custom, custom Custom's is good if you can hit your shots. Yeah. So, anyways, we're going back and forth. I mean, it's it's like a 4v4. Not really, though, because I'm the fourth, and I'm not always geared up the best of ways. 4v3 and a half. Yeah, maybe. But they're way outclassing us as far as the gear sure. sets go. And it comes down to literally, like, me and... One of, one of our other team members, and then one guy. Like, we had gotten the better of them. We were up two to one, and literally I'm, like, naked because I just killed. I had put a bag down. I got the quick spawn back in the area. Pick up a spear. The guy whiffs his shots, and I go from spear to AK. No, that's a pickup. You know, that's, that's a I got. That's I, a t- I took down yeah. a full metal guy with a freaking spear. Because I kept hitting him as he kept missing his shots because he he had like three or four shots in it. He went to reload, and I hit him like two more times. And he went down. I picked up his whole gear set. And I'm the type of guy where if I get a big gear set like that, I'm running for the hills, I'm heading home, and I'm <laughs> depoting. See, but that's that would have been me because I I never used the AK, so I don't know the recoil pattern, so I'd end up losing it to him. So we might as well just go spear. get it back to base, depot. Yep. Yeah, and for depot somebody it. Knows so how somebody to use it, correctly. yeah. Well, and it's, Pick up a Tommy like I'm used to. <laughs> you know, in a recent one, we were, um, I, 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 I gave, we were out on a roam, and I had gotten separated from the pack, and I'm like, dude, there's a lot of gunfight going on over at launch site, and sure enough, a group had just taken heli around there. And I happened to be in launch site, and I've got like the, you know, the handmade clothes on and that sort of thing, and I, I noticed there's a naked like slowly creeping through launch site in the the full raid area. You know that he's like full of rads. I'm like, what is he doing? What is he doing? He's looking and for he's, stuff. And he's moving real slow. So I go over to his body when he drops because I watch him drop. M2, two Tommies, stack of ammo. So I'm freaking out because gra- I'm, I'm literally like prim armor with an M2. And I'm like, guys, I got an M2. What? No, I got an M2. How did you get an M2? <laughs> I picked it up off a of naked. Yeah, some naked hat. Yeah. And what? so as soon as I get to our main group, somebody that's good with an M2 and Tommy's like, here you go, guys. Here's guns. You know, there's, th- there's that. But um, one of the, the, probably the best story that I've had in my experience uh, was I had jumped in the middle of, uh, we were, they were, the guys were just finishing up a raid. So I hop on, you know, I joined the team. And we're just depoting stuff. We're moving loot back and forth from the base they just raided to 
their farm base, not even the main base, but the farm base, because it's clear on the other side of the map. So we're going back and forth. We make one, one trip from the raided base to the, the farm base. You know, we've seen a couple nakeds, shot them dead, moved on. You know, they were just lurkers, looky-loos. But on the last trip, we're coming back. They're, we're, we're like five deep. And we are kind of cutting through like a, uh, a couple of, you know, stone, you know, buildups. Uh, what am I trying to say? Mountains or, oh, you know, you know it like was a valley. It, it was like a valley. Okay. And um, one of the guys that's up ahead a little way spots two guys and says, hey, man, I got two geared guys. One's hazy, hazmat suit, and one's like full metal. Okay. And so I break off with one of our other members, and we kind of go up one of the, the mountains. Yeah. And the other three guys, or one, two of the guys push through the valley, okay. get on them because they're cutting through the valley. And the other guy... One other guy's kind of cresting side. over the other side. Okay. So we get the we've got the jump on them. Yeah. Mind you, you know, we're fully stocked with gear. Because like well, full metal or no, like I mean we've already depoted, so we're like road sign armor, Tommy's, you know, but we've got not not max, but definitely geared. But the thing is our inventories are full with farm and yeah. and components and that sort of thing, because yeah. we're depoting. And, uh, so two of the, uh, one of the guys gets the drop on one of them immediately hits the other one. And then one of the other guys crested that crested to the other side ended up finishing off the, the second guy. So that gave me and the guy that went to, I'm going to say the left. Yeah. The first opening to go and see the bodies and the guy I'm with gets to the bodies first and says, start dropping loot. Yeah, and you, when you hear that, that means they're loaded. I think we ended up with didn't you? Didn't they have rockets? Eighteen rockets. They had rockets. Eighteen rockets. Enough That's supplies huge. to build a raid base. Um, Did they start the fight? No, no. we we it. jumped them. Okay, <laughs> they had auto turrets on them. I mean, they were getting ready to go raid somebody. Yes. There were there were multiple C fours somewhere like. Between like three and five C fours, but they eighteen actual rockets. There was HV rockets on them on top of the eighteen rockets. Luckily, I was the last to get back to the raid base that we had just raided, and I didn't have a lot of inventory, so I just hit you know pick up everything I could. So I'm the guy carrying all the rockets back. We get back <laughs> to the farm base, which it, I mean it was really close to the farm base. Yeah. Immediately, those two guys are camping our door at the farm base. Oh yeah. You just and it's like, you know, it's but that's they don't hours have, of work. But our farm base isn't your average farm base. It's a good size base. Yeah. So they're, you know, like, you know, camping at hardcore. Uh so me and one of the other guys that had most of the loot on a, on us, we hold back and they just jump out, murder them. Well, then we decide, you know, we're gonna, you know, let's take it back to main base. And we hop in a boat, and it was the most nerve-wracking boat ride. Oh, yeah. But the great yeah. part is, is these guys that we just bum-rushed and, you know, took their, you know, hours of farm off of in rockets. It's like, yeah, you have no idea where this loot went. Because we just killed you again, and immediately we went. And repositioned Repositioned it. all and that loot again. And moved it again. 
And that was probably one of my top moments ever in Rust. Honestly, that's that's the biggest part of Rust is information. You know, yes. that's why we're yes. constantly asking Dad. Hey, it Dad, is a tactical game. Where where did they go? What gear did they have? Did you see where they what base they went into? You right. know, that information why, is huge. Sometimes just time, knowing where somebody lives is more valuable than all the loot on your body. Yeah, and that's why a lot of that's why everybody kills naked on site because if they see a sash or whatever, who knows what they have on them? Yeah. They could have an inventory full of, of explosives or Farm, sulfur yeah. explosives. You never know. Oh, he's got an inventory full of rockets. We didn't know. Yep, and you never know until you check it. Well, yeah, and that's one reason that I inquire with other people. Do you know who lives so and so? Do you know who lives there? Do you know who lives there? Yeah, yeah. who's your neighbors? Know. You know that way. If you get killed or you get raided by somebody, and if it's you like, get oh, that I information, exactly great. But people shouldn't be giving that information out. Yeah, and that's the same thing. Is it's just like commodity. You know, sell it. If so, if somebody you know that you're allied with and says, "Hey, man, do you know where such and such lives?" Yes, I do. Yeah, yes, I do. You don't and have that, any times, and you know how big of an asset that makes you. But she asked for something in return. Like, yeah, if you give me yeah, some of the give loot. Me, give, me, uh, give me one of them M2s you're shooting off your roof. <laughs> well, that's the thing. These guys that I've been playing with, uh, they just, they treat me like a father figure. They do. And, you know, they're constantly, do you need anything? What can we do for you? You know? And just like when they decide, okay. I, we were actually, they were right in the middle of a raid. Yeah. And then they just all decide, okay, well, this is our last one. We're we're going to get off now. Yeah, they had For, their fun. Yeah. So, in fact, they were talking about. Well, let's go do Bradley one more time. Now, nah, what's the point? Let, let, let's just get off. Let's just give him everything. And they all said, "Okay, fine." Yeah. Yep. No, no questions. Just no, no questions. Here you go. Here, here you go. But, and of course, you know, then they start quizzing me and and fighting over. You're going to come with us next, wipe, aren't you? <laughs> well, uh, you know, rather than the, the other guy who has been helping me too. And I said, "Well, guys, I, let me think about it." Okay, but you know, he says, uh, regardless of who you go with, there's no hard feelings. And if you decide to go with him, the other guy said, uh, we'll still throw you stuff. We, we, we like that. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but uh, going back to, you know, information, you know, you know how many times I've joined Midwipe and our big group is like, hey, you know, you want to come join us? I'm like, I really don't like to be in a big base because before I haven't really played on the new you know, with uh, electricity and stuff like that. Oh, it's yeah. a lot easier to deal with turrets. Before, it was like a nightmare. Well, sure. You got to, you know, get yeah. all of the turrets, and you're like, uh, I really don't want to do this. Well, it's happened before. I mean, there was the island. I don't know if you remember the island. Oh, I remember the island. Yes. Uh, um, That's a sensitive subject for Dad. Yeah. Sorry. That's not entirely my fault. No, it's not your fault. It's, you know, the one guy just shouldn't just give away codes and stuff yeah. without inquiring at least with everybody. That and that's the sad part is he did inquire and you said, I'm still playing and he still gave codes, still gave still codes, gave codes, codes away. away. Yes. I just don't understand yep. giving away codes because you can just unlock them or set a guest code or something, you know, yeah. like. No, he gave away, he gave he, away he the gave, gate he, codes he, to, codes to no everything, sense. to everything, yeah, to everything. So Especially when it's a code that we reuse. When that, often. when that happened, that's when I was like, no. I just despawned everything and yeah, and, th- and I think well we had a discussion and I said I said literally shoot the rockets yeah throw the C four I did and it was fun and shoot the ammo yeah and despawn the rest like anybody who was online when I was doing that they were probably like what 
what's going on? What is going on? <laughs> They're hearing rockets going yeah. off and explosions going you off know what's and sad guns about, going off. You know what's sad about that wipe is I had grabbed TC to a base that I had like soft sided into or something like yeah. that. And there was nothing there. Yeah. He, he, and he then loves the guy, and then, raid. and then somebody had, um, taken the base over, but didn't clear the TC oh, and he had boy. built the base up and I never got to act on it because, uh, you know what it basically, yeah. you know, we got what rated happened? main base got raided. main base got raided. We were all kind of like, you know, low spirits didn't want to play anymore. And I never got to act on that, yeah. that base that I had a TC to. Well, you know, that's... Yes, I do love eco-rating, by the way. Oh, yeah. And that's one of the things that I've learned from you guys is clearing the TC. Yes, because and, they have access. Well, yeah. And and yeah. every time I go to... One of my main things is I will go and basically clean up after somebody's rated something. And I'll go back and I'll check all the boxes and everything, see if there's anything left over. And a lot of times I find some good stuff. Oh, maybe, sure. Oh, yeah. Maybe they yeah, just yeah, didn't yeah. want it, didn't have the room to take it, whatever. Exactly. But one of the first things I always do is if there's a TC and it's unlocked, I clear it. Clear it, yep. Yeah. Yep. And if it's a complete building, a lot of times I'll go ahead and try and put another lock on it so somebody else can't get to it. Sure. But, yeah, I've, I've gained so much stuff that way. You know, people, people think, well, why are you taking all these storage boxes? Because you're a scavenger. I'm a scavenger, yes. I'll take them. I'll take them over. I'll take anything. And, and take a recycler and get wood, stone. Yep. Yep. Last time I came over, he has a large box full of boxes. I don't anymore, but <laughs> I did have. Yes, I had one full box Just in full, case. Of, full of boxes. Yeah, you never know. You yeah. know. But I, I, I will scrounge all the torches, that's the what, rocks. That's what Matt does, but yeah, know, I, bows I, and revies. And, yeah, I'm a, I'm yeah. a scavenger too. And then just recycle them all. Yep. Get what you can get out of them. But going back to what I was referring to with information was, uh, if you remember such a case as, hey, I'm from the group from H9 or L7 or... Sure. And they're like, oh, we don't want to mess with them. Well, yeah. And specifically, the one where we were going deep and one of our mutual friends would told him where we were from mm-hmm. was like, oh, I don't want to mess with that. Yep. So he let us in. Yep. Now, he was also trying to scheme and trap us in there because we were slightly geared to get our gear. We were playing it mostly safe. Then Heli showed up. Then it was not yeah. easy. Yeah. And then we get in and we start breaking things down and we ended up, you know, taking everything. And it worked out in our end, but not all the time does it work that way. But that people people fear when they know, hey... I'm from so-and-so place because I have a double compound with 20 turrets and I have everything under the sun. Well, and that's, and that's something that I wouldn't necessarily say that I'm proud of, but it, I mean, it is something to fear if you're on the opposition Yeah, is there have been wipes. Now, mind you on a console monthly wipe, typically the max on a server is a hundred people. And there have been wipes where we're running 15 deep. That is huge. That's you know? huge on a 100-man server. Yeah. Nobody can compete with that. Well, yeah, no. this team that wants me for the next wipe, he says, now, Carl, we've got to tell you that we're going to be 12-man deep. 12 yeah. people. That's so, huge so, for a 100-man So server. what if you said, hey, uh, my 40-year-old son is going to join me. Is that cool? They probably would accept it, yes. Yeah. Did you, you, you tell you just tell him, yeah, he's, he's a scavenger like me. He's just a little bit better. Yeah, I just, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it 
It could happen. <laughs> it could happen. And that's the thing too. I'll put in a good word for you. That's I'll put in a good. Yeah. So this this is sad that our dad is putting in a good word for us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but especially with monthly, wipes, he's new to the really, game. You really can't do it solo. You know. That's why, like, it's good that you have, like, your groups that you can kind of ask for help and stuff. Or, like, we always play with our huge group. That way, when you're offline, somebody's somebody's on to... Somebody's watching to watch the base. Yeah. I mean, upkeep it. You, you could do it as a solo, but you got to really be a Chad. Yeah. Not just be given the gear like you're a Chad. And, well, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> You'll be on 12 hours a day, whatever, 10 and, hours a day. And, and you're going and, and you're pursu- yeah, you're going and killing people, and then you're going and raiding their bases after you've killed Correct. them because they've got gear sets. You're like, oh, yeah, that should be a good raid. Well, yeah, and this time I probably will be out there more with a gun trying to shoot. Yep. But, you know, you, that practice. Okay. but you were talking about your... Good accomplishments. Sure. You know, I had one week or so ago. Okay. Uh, Shoot. I was, well, it, it has to deal with this, the same vending base, and they had just raided it. And, of course, it was it's right there close to my base and, and to the guy's base that actually owned it who was helping me. And uh, I, I go up, and I'm sitting on this rock looking at this base, and I see that, it, you know, they raided it and they put another door on. And here's this guy and he's just, he, he's standing there running around and all of a sudden he crouches in front of the door. He's door camping it. I said, oh, this ain't right. So I went back to my base and grabbed a Tommy, went back over, climbed up on the rock. He's still there. All I can see is his head. That's all you need. I lined it up on his head. Was he naked? No. No? What do you have on his head? Um, I, I guess a helmet. What? Do you know what kind of helmet? You don't know. No. Okay. okay. But he had something on his he, head. But he had armor on. Okay. Okay. Yes. And I guess I headshotted him because I killed him. Nice. One shot? A couple. Okay. Couple. Was well, it headshots? I, I, I don't know if they're both headshots, but. I well, now it. there's a difference when you hit because you hear like a crack. When you hit a headshot, yeah, I, I'm I'm not sure. I you know yeah. I'm I'm so excited at the time that uh, yeah that I'm you just, dropped got a kill. I'm coming down on this guy, you know. So have you gotten the achievement for getting the ten kills? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, he's killed ten people. You know, there was uh, this was like maybe two or three weeks ago. I jumped on his server just to see what he was up to. Yeah, and I thought I'd mess with him, and it's like okay, you know, get you a bow and arrow out. Let's see how good you are. He's actually not a bad shot. In truth, in a small area. But does he does he do like the thing? Does he just stop? Stand well, yeah, because stand I wasn't there. sure what he was going to do. I wasn't. I I didn't realize that he was actually testing me. I thought we were yeah. just going to have fun, you know. You know, you know the, the his his biggest problem and is the simple fact that when it comes time for him to pass loot to you, oh was, yeah, oh it is so miserably slow. Or oh, yeah. taking a lock off yes. the door. It yes. is so miserable slow. I mean, you, you at this, yeah, you, you, you might as well just commit suicide, you know, because, <laughs> because you're, you're, you're going to die waiting for him to drop a gun to you if you're out in the open. Dude, I need a gun. <laughs> That's how because do, I'm an old man and I'm retired. How do I do that? But he, but he, but he's got 45 days into the game. Yeah. And he's new to the game. You know, Nick, we haven't heard much from you. Do you have any like really exciting stories that really stand out in your experience with Rust or anything unique that's occurred in the game that you want to share? No, the only thing uh, that sticks out in my mind, I mean, I've, obviously we all have our stories and, and whatnot. Um, 
I haven't played in quite a while. Um, I played actually the other night for the first time, and it was all right, but, you know, I was playing solo, and so it was kind of hard going against, you know, four mans or whatever. Um, but the thing that sticks out in my mind is just when the game first came out, how different it was, you know, because, I mean, we mentioned that, you know, everybody's kind of learning the ropes by themselves or whatever, but, like, I made a friend the first day because it's somebody else who was in game chat, and we were learning how to stay alive, so we're, like, eating human meat and protecting our fire <laughs> with the spears from other humans who were learning how to try to stay alive. Like, Oh, they're figuring out how to eat people. Let's go steal their meat. <laughs> you know? And we made friends and, and that's where that whole, that wipe started. And then, yeah, because I think I was hours late to the wipe. So yeah, yeah. I, we had already had you, a base, you guys already had a base friends. by the time I was on there and I'm just like, who's this guy you're playing with? So literally like my first experience with rust is like, Oh, this is a game where you make friends. Yeah, yeah. basically. No, it's not. You just (laughs) friends. Nick just happened upon a a good person that we still that you guys still play video games with to this day. Yeah. Now, mind you, this game's been out on console for almost three years now. Yeah. Is that right? Mm, Or is it two years? Probably close to three years. Close to three. I can't remember if it came out in twenty twenty. But that's what's crazy about that same wipe is the main group that we all still play with. We all stay in communication. But we didn't even start out as friends on that server. We were, we were, we enemies. were enemies. We were enemies. They had taken over a base that was our enemy. And that, those people had gotten offline, which we became friends with them as well. <laughs> but, yeah. We, Everybody had a common enemy and you banded yeah, together. They didn't realize we were taking it out on them when they were the people who were antagonizing us. So, in turn, you know, we were like, let's just make an alliance and become friends. Because there's another warlord on this map. which May 21st, 2021. Okay. So we're working on two years of playing this game. Correct. Yeah, yeah. I, the game, I, I the do game's re- been out a long time on PC. It's actually been out, you know, since 2013. And, and so I'll we're relatively you, new to the game. I've owned the game for a lot longer than you guys because you had it on PC. I had it on PC. I played it one time. My setup was not it, optimal enough. to play. Yeah, it wasn't adequate enough. Okay, let's put it this way: I played uh, Fallout 76 longer than this game's been out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that again some yeah, other time. That, that, maybe okay. that, we'll hold that for another episode. Yeah, Fallout. But uh, you know, Gotta the one one of my first, you know, like this distinct memories of that first wipe is when we were all banding together, realizing, okay, we got to group together to get rid of this common enemy. Yeah, and we ended up at one of our allies bases he gave us his codes yeah. let us in his base went up to his tower mind you this was the most fugly base ever but at the same at the time i'm thinking man this guy's a good base builder and he actually turned out to be our base builder for a long time but i remember him you know saying here's where the weapons are here's the ammunition and i went into two boxes and he had a large box full of compound bows and my first thought was this guy is absolutely loaded. <laughs> <laughs> this guy knows what's up. So we were literally like practicing shooting compound bows off of his roof at targets he had set up in the mountain because his base was kind of built in the mountains. Now, to be Getting prepared to go raid this common enemy because be I was going to be a compound bot guy in the background. Compound bows are good if you're good with them. And I have been looking, you know, for, you know, Stuff for early wipe, you know, compound bone, high, high velocity arrows. As long as you land that headshot. Dude, it's like a sniper rifle. Exactly. Oh, sure. Totally. I still don't like them. 
Yeah. yeah. You gotta be standing still. Yeah, you gotta be still. You gotta be still. That's you gotta be still. Alley, though. But I I would I would it's not I would, loaded. I would though. I would love to go back and experience that first wipe again. Oh dude. Yeah. It was it was so great. And that's what I was gonna get to is is our groups that we made friends with. It was a duo, a couple of groups of four. So there's like five of groups that banded together against this warlord who had I don't know how many he had with I don't him. know I don't know the group size. I, and that's the sad part is I you guys ended up raiding him well, yeah, while I was at work. So this is our and first I was so wipe. disappointed. Yeah, so this is our first wipe and it was like the first their base had three compounds. We're like, dude, that is insane, you know. And they probably have armored doors and whatever. And uh, I think they ended up getting off because it was like the day of wipe or the day right before wipe. But we're like, we're still raiding them. We don't care. We're still we were gonna give them an online. We're still gonna raid them. So like, I took videos and we took pictures of like fifteen dudes. Everybody on the server hated yep. this freaking dude. So we took videos of like six dudes with M twos and with our huge raid <laughs> tower. And it was just it was a blast. You know, it was all yes. our first time. You know, yeah, it was so. I, that was that was definitely a good experience. It was and it was twenty of us total raiding this dude because we all hated him. Yeah, but I mean, uh, you know, you have that common denominator. It banded us together, and then it was just like, okay, man, you know, server's gonna wipe, you know are we going to play on the same server or are we going to go to another one? And, and so it just became, it's like, okay, we're going to play together. And this then is the group, yeah, this is the group. Got along. Might as well we got along. Together. We've, I mean, we've moved on. We've played other games together. Yep. Uh, we still play rust together and you know, we've interacted outside of rust. We haven't met anybody. Like, I haven't met never anybody. Met up, but, but we've definitely interacted outside of we've, a, we've interacted outside yeah. of, and that's, so that's that's real, a big step for life friends. Yeah, that's a big step in video game friends because or online friends in general because like that doesn't happen too frequently. No. Okay, so this kind of goes back to the very first question that came up during exactly. at the beginning of this. How has it affected your life? It can be good. It can, it can be, be good. It can positive. be good because it doesn't necessarily mean you got to play Rust with these people. But no. you can play bad. other games and still make friends. Exactly. I feel like I feel like I've granted I and you know. You guys know that some of my closest friends, yeah, are people I've met online, vicariously online, yeah. And but we've gone on through to meet persons through and, forums and stuff, yeah. And we've gone on to you know go to meetups and we hang out, Camping. we stay, we stay at each other's places, yeah. we get together and go do things together, even go though to we events, live states away. We go to conventions together. We're true friends. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I feel the same exact way about a lot of these members of this group that we made through Rust. It just so happens that we haven't taken that next step and met up. There have been invites out there. I'm getting ready to go to a convention. I'm going to Midwest Gaming Classic at the end of the month. It's, it's, you know, as of the recording of this, it's less than a week away. Yep. Got your plane ticket to the UK. But we what I'm getting at pond. is is there was discussion. There was real discussion, and it just didn't turn out, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, these are people I've interacted with on a personal basis, not just, hey, man, we're getting ready to get online. It's like, yeah, it's no, man, you're, 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 you're going through this. Yeah. I'm concerned. I'm going to reach out to you. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we would just join each other's Xbox parties just to talk. Like, hey, how's it going, man? Haven't yeah. talked in a while. I yeah. can't really play a game right now. Yeah. But, but I want to see how It's just like I haven't played. I played on Rust with one of the members uh, last week for like an hour. And it was great. But I felt like I had to play Rust to interact with him. Yeah. Whereas some of the other members, I feel like. Nah, you don't, don't need, have I, to. I don't need to play Rust to interact with them. I can just, I can just text them. I can call them. I can, you know, 
invite myself to their party. I think the funniest thing though is when people, because there's there's some that come and go. They're not necessarily our friends. Sure. And they come in and they are introduced to our family because they're not used to, you know, when you play online, it's usually like one person. Yeah. Correct. And you're playing with a group and they're all single. We're, we're a we're unique dynamic. We're a family of gamers. We're we are a family, family of gamers. gamers. And they're like, yeah, have you met their brother? Yeah, no, I've met their brother. No, their the other, other brother. brother. Yeah. Have you met their dad? Yeah. He plays Russ too. So when some people are like, oh, we got the whole gang in the party. <laughs> okay. So like one time when I'm on and I get killed and I go, I recognize, kind of recognize the name and I go, do you know so-and-so? And he goes, yeah, why? And I said, well, so-and-so is my son. And I get this text message back. Oh, my bad. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, did you guys have anything you wanted to add to the story of Rust as of this point? Not right now. We'll probably revisit it. Yeah. Because there's... there's Rust is an ongoing thing for uh, this family. Even if it, it if is. it goes away for a while, it always comes It always back. comes back. It Dad will be back. on for a while. You know, and that's and that's how with rust on the console will grow and catch up to the PC version is when things get added, things change. Yeah. We're going to come back. We're going to, pe- it's going to pique our interest. And, and right now I have a problem because I haven't upgraded. I haven't got the you're new still Xbox. On o- you're still on OG Xbox. And I'm still on OG well, Xbox and, and it doesn't, it's, it's not fun. And dad's, and dad's on an X, not a series X, but an X. It's, it's better though. It's I mean, better. Oh, I have an X, but it's, 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 it's not it's quite not. not. I didn't realize you were on an X. I thought I you were an, an OG. Yeah. Okay, I don't know any difference. Well, that's the thing is that 45 days. In if the you, new, so. yeah, if you, if you were to log on to Nick or I's series X, you'd be like, Oh, Maybe oh, I need to go spring $500 and go get me a Series X. Hey, if I win this March Madness, man, $300, I'm you might go ahead and get you one. Series X. I'll wait for you to buy it for me. Okay. <laughs> With that being said, I think we're going to go ahead and close this out. Uh, again, if you guys would uh, like to reach out to us, we have an email. It is openbyaccident at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you with your comments, uh, questions got a suggestion for us like a topic or anything we want to hear from you so please reach out that's even to the people sitting across from us and maybe you could take the time to listen to our podcast dad i'll wait for your mom to do it i'm caught up i i I I appreciate that yeah mom will do it i know but we do appreciate you guys joining us today uh again we had carl our dad on on here and we had our brother thomas uh talking about rust and uh Hopefully you guys enjoy this and hopefully we can have them back on and do uh, some more conversations, video games, movies, whatever else. Thanks again for listening. Take it easy, everybody.